Broadcasting from the UNMC College of Nursing, get ready for RN Huddle, the podcast dedicated to bringing hot topics for and by nurses to the table. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Heidi Keeler, coming to you from UNMC College of Nursing. Welcome to RN Huddle, where we talk about all things nursing. And speaking of all things nursing, today we have an extra special guest with us today. We have Dean Sebastian of the UNMC College of Nursing, and she has experienced numerous leadership opportunities over the years. Dean Sebastian, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a real privilege. Wonderful. It is for us as well. And so, listeners, we decided that we wanted to invite Dean Sebastian to our program as a return guest um, because we wanted to pick her brain about all of the leadership opportunities and, and positions that she's served over the years. And we just thought that maybe hearing some of her advice and some of her path would help uh, others who are planning on or are in leadership positions currently. And for those that are thinking about leadership positions, um, to get some advice and some information ahead of your of your journey. So, Dean Sebastian, first of all, for our listeners, I wanted to let them know that I've been a faculty with you for the past it's 11 years, 11 years. And it has been amazing. Dean Sebastian, you just have so many unique talents in your leadership capabilities. And our listeners really like to know just a little bit about what you've done over your career, a snapshot of those leadership activities, if you don't mind. Well, I thank you. I have really been quite fortunate to have built a career in academic nursing. I did practice early in my career. And then as a faculty member, I also practiced and developed a love for faculty practice and an interest in that uh, and in spurring that on throughout the country. Uh, But I've had a huge opportunity as a faculty member and then later moving into academic administration. And so I've been at three different universities, served as dean of the Colleges of Nursing for two of those universities, uh, with most recent here at the University of Nebraska Medical Center. And I just think that every day is an opportunity and a joy. Now, some days obviously are better than others. I wouldn't want... Uh, our listeners to think that I don't pay attention when things aren't going well. But the career that I've been so fortunate to have has truly, truly been absolutely wonderful. And early on, when I accepted my first faculty position, there were many days when I thought to myself, I can't believe they're paying me to do this. Now, of course, I wanted to be paid, and I don't say that out loud very often, but um, it's just really been fantastic to be able to be involved in so many aspects of nursing, teaching, conducting research, uh, being involved in practice, being involved in policy work, working with members of the public, um, publishing. It's just, it's been the most exciting and wonderful uh, career. Well, we know that you have been so visible and so um, proactive in the things that you've done as a nurse leader. Surely in all of your experience, there have been some moments that stick out to you as some of your most proud, not to dismiss all of the experiences, but what are some of the the, the moments in your nursing leadership journey that that are worth mentioning and, and, and kind of rise to the top of those? 
You know, when I think about this kind of thing, one of the first things that comes to mind is commencement. Now, my colleagues and I often say that the best time of the year is commencement. We're so thrilled to see students come across the stage. They are so proud and their families and significant others and loved ones are all so proud. And the faculty and the staff are so proud of them. It's just a culmination of so much hard work that that's, those commencements stand out in my memory as being extremely special. When I was serving in a faculty role as opposed to an administrative role, I think I attended almost every single commencement because I just love it. I just think it's the most wonderful time. Um, and certainly, of course, now I'm at all the commencements. And I often tell our new students when they start, whether they're in the undergraduate program or one of our graduate programs, that I'm going to look forward to shaking their hands when they come across the stage uh, at the conclusion of their programs of study. But I've also enjoyed, is, as I think about it, I attend a lot of scientific meetings, particularly meetings where our faculty and students are present. And it's just so immensely gratifying to hear faculty and uh, students making podium presentations at these scientific meetings or making poster presentations and to see not only the quality of their work, but to hear the pride of accomplishment in their voices and to know that one day that work will make its way into practice and that nursing practice will be better because of it. So those are just a couple of examples. I um, and, and I'll share at the national level with some of the national involvement that I've um, had the opportunity to engage in. It makes me proud to talk to members of the public about what nurses do, whether I'm on a, a visit with some of our policymakers, some of our legislators, some of their staff members, or whether I'm talking with members of the public in some other forum. For example, I, I have uh, frequently spoken with rotary groups, so that's another example. But to be able to share what nurses do and what we care about um, truly does make me proud. Well, I know it's been many years. I'm not going to divulge for our audience how many years, but many years that um, that I took that trip across the stage. Um, and I think all of us in the audience can relate to <laughs> that moment of pure joy and accomplishment when you when you do graduate and you're very wrapped up in your journey and you don't really think about what is the journey of those that are there with you. And it's so fascinating to hear that that rises to the top of, of your oh, list yes. as well. Absolutely. And, you know, in, in thinking about a nurse leader and the different things that are required of them, you mentioned that talking to different groups about the role of nursing rises to the top as well. And so it, it is very interesting to consider that your messaging and your views and what you convey as a nurse to others really does kind of lay the cornerstones down for those coming behind you. So to our listeners, I'm taking a piece of advice of make sure that you choose your words carefully when talking about your profession as a nurse leader. Now, I know that all of these opportunities have come because of your abilities and in your choices as a nurse leader. What are some of the greatest influences in your career trajectory? What are the things that have made 
you decide one way or another? And what are those things that have helped you along the way? Well, um, I've been fortunate to have truly wonderful mentors whom I've admired and whom I've wanted to emulate and uh, whom I've learned so much from. So I would say that was, that's been a, a great opportunity and a great gift to me throughout my career. But you can't have a career without support from your loved ones. And in my case, it's been support from my immediate and my extended family who have just done so many things to make it possible for me to do the work and to uh, not feel pressured and to uh, really be able to enjoy the work. When I was uh, working on my PhD, my mother-in-law, who has since passed, was so helpful to me that, I mean, truly so helpful with day-to-day things like making meals and running errands and all of that and helping me with childcare that I actually included her in my acknowledgments on my dis- in my written dissertation. And so that's just one example. My husband and my, my daughter and son-in-law and my own uh, parents uh, and siblings have just been enormously helpful. And really, we are all part of a village. It does, as the saying goes, it really does take a village to be able to do something. None of us pursues a career on our own. We just don't. It's our friends and our family and those that we care about. And then I'll mention one other uh, influence for me. And I mention it because these opportunities are available for nurses interested in uh, leadership of various kinds. About 25 years ago, I think it was now, the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation decided to invest in nurse leaders, and they established what they called the Executive Nurse Fellows Program, which ran for 20 plus years, as I recall, and has since uh, closed. But there are other leadership development programs that various groups and foundations offer. But I was in the uh, the inaugural cohort of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation Executive Nurse Fellows Program. We have other faculty and other nurses in Nebraska who were in various cohorts of that program. But that was enormously influential for me, truly influential. And one of the things that I learned the most that I would share is to be yourself and to try to amplify being yourself. We all try to improve our our areas for our opportunities for improvement. You know, we all try to work on our weaknesses and we should. But one of the main uh, messages that I took away from that program was we have special strengths. We have, we each have special attributes and unique and wonderful personalities. And that's what we bring to leadership. And it's important to build on that and amplify it. And I think that message has resonated a lot in Nebraska, because we're the home to um, the strengths, the strengths-based leadership movement, and so I think it's a good fit. Well, Dean Sebastian, I have to say that your advice uh, and your influences um, is a little surprising because sometimes when you ask this question of leaders, you hear, um, you know, about different skill building um, opportunities and things like that, but. I think it's a huge message, especially now for our nurses to really make sure that as you grow as a leader, <clears throat> you're building up um, your support system. And then that is an important leadership skill. Yes. And I think authenticity is. I mean, that that's part of what I think about when I think about being yourself. Uh, to be authentic 
to truly put your own your own um, person in the mix and to listen to what other people have to say and to show respect and to have integrity and to, to build on that authenticity, um, I think is very important for all of us. So I think that's a really good segue into my next question, and that is nurses are really good at their jobs. They're really good at providing care or whatever specialty they're in. But we often hear that leadership for some is kind of a scary domain. And so for those that are interested in this, what advice would you give to those that are either currently in or looking to enter nurse leadership? Well, I think first I would just say do it. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Be confident. Uh, know that you have strengths and just really try it out and stretch yourself. But as I think about this, I'd like to propose an alliteration. And I'll start with it in three items. And I'll start with listen. It's been most important to me to learn to be quiet and to listen. And not just to be quiet, but to truly engage in you know, what we often call active listening, to try to understand what that other person or group really, really cares about. And then that's how we can engage our own authentic self. But listening, I think, would be the first of these uh, three L's that I'd like to propose. And the second L is learning. We're all learning every day. I mean, I continue to to learn. I don't consider, even though I'm um, approaching retirement, I'm still considering myself as a learner going forward, learning new things. And so if we approach our leadership roles as learning roles, we're learning from one another. We're learning what's important to each other. We're learning what uh, pe how people envision the future. There are a million things that we have to learn. And to have curiosity and a spirit of inquiry, I think, is just vital. And the last L might sound a little corny, but that is love. And I, I use that to indicate that we should infuse our leadership with care for the people around us, whether it's it's caring for our patients, it's caring for the faculty and staff and colleagues that with whom we're working. Um, if we truly care for each other, if we are aware that we are a village lifting each other up and that we're all aiming for something better, but we also have this special opportunity to experience the journey together. I mean, what what an enormous joy. So I would propose those three L's. Well, first of all, I like alliterations. I like easy. I like things that um, we can remember um, as we walk through our day. But, you know, the last L I don't find corny at all because I think that nurses need to remember that that is definitely a strength for us as a profession. We have a lot of experience in watching people move through some of the worst times in their life, and we have a lot to offer to folks that, that don't have that privilege as to how important it is to consider those around you, um, and we have a lot of skills as to how to do that. So thank you for, for risking the corny L and, and making us realize how important that is. You know, I'd have to say that also includes loving ourselves. There is so much emphasis right now, as you know, Heidi, on well-being and resilience and uh, taking care of oneself. And I'm, I'm not sure that we as nurses have always been good at that because we do. We do care so much for our patients and for the work that we're doing. But I think that the current emphasis on self-care, 
on, uh, which actually is not particularly new, but this notion that we care for ourselves as well, I think is vital. Again, um, so important to consider and to build into your leadership journey and any journey as a nurse, as a matter of fact. Dean Sebastian, I know that we could probably talk all day about your experience and your advice, but for our listeners today, what else would you like to convey to the audience about your journey? Well, you know, I happen to love the word journey, and I think that we're on the this journey together. We're so privileged to be able to work together, to laugh together, to um, to do all of these kinds of things that we've been talking about together. And we know that we do it to leave the world a better place, to make it a better place. But I think it's also important for us to be able to experience joy and gratitude in the moment. And I, for one, am grateful, enormously grateful for my faculty and staff colleagues, my leadership dean colleagues at the university, our students, our wonderful, brilliant, hardworking students, and the patients whom they'll care for. I am grateful for having had this opportunity in Nebraska and getting to know this wonderful state and the people who live here. I just truly am grateful for all of that. And I think being able to experience gratitude and joy in the moment, while we keep our eye on that vision we have for making the world a better place, to me, that that really is um, a driving force. You know, one of the pieces of advice that I was given um, in my career, which is mirroring what you just said, is don't ask somebody what they do, but ask somebody what gap they fill. And I think we have a lot of ability to fill many, many gaps as nurse leaders. What are your last minute thoughts on that statement? Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it because I think it it suggests that we think about what our special contributions are. And again, I'll, I'll go back to that notion of your own special strengths and personality and your own authenticity. We, you, for example, Heidi, or I, or any of our listeners individually are the only one in the world ever like ourselves. And we do fill a special gap. And to be able to think about what that might be, I think is a source of great satisfaction and a great motivator. Well, thank you so much, Dean Sebastian. I don't think that we could find a better way to end and and to uplift our listeners than to remind them of how unique each and every one of them are and to encourage them to really shine what their individuality is. So thank you so much for being a guest with us today on RN Huddle. We really appreciate all of the service that you've given to, to us And we're really thankful for your ability to come and share some of of your best pieces of advice with our listeners. Thank you, Heidi, for the opportunity and for the great work you and your team do with RN Huddle. I think it's a really exciting initiative. Thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to RN Huddle. This is your host, Heidi Keeler, and our very special guest, Dr. and Dean Julianne Sebastian. We have had a great time talking about leadership today. I hope you picked up some interesting pieces of information and helpful advice for you. Remember the three L's that Dean Sebastian uh, outlined for us, and be sure to use these pieces of advice as you embark on your individual nursing journey.
Thank you so much and see us next time on RN Huddle. Thank you for listening to RN Huddle. To stay connected, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at UNMC CNE or check out unmc.edu slash CNE for more program information.